Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all the usual social media outlets. Do your bit to support us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. This is your NXT UK review. Do not adjust your sets, it's your boy Big Tasty coming into host. I've got Troy with me as always. How's it going, Troy? Yeah, good man. Got a day off. Yeah. Get to ready chill for, out. Ready for another power hour of possibly some of the best booked wrestling you'll, you'll ever see. Absolutely. Fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, and it was a, another. I mean, we say it all the time, mate, but it was a, it was a cracking show. You know, there's no, uh, there's no time for shite on this show, is there? No, never, never, <laughs> never, never. <laughs> and to, to emphasize that point, I mean, we just go straight in, and it's Jordan Devlin. So mm. you know, you're gonna have a good time. Off to a hot start. <laughs> or, always love seeing Jordan Devlin. Literally, the first thing you see is his entrance, and then him. It's just and like that's straight, it. straight in there. <laughs> uh, his opponent is Tristan Archer, who we saw last week. He's mm-hmm. brought back. Uh, he had a really good match against Joseph Connors, yeah. and now he's he's having a he's having a rough time. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> throw him in there against Jordan Devlin, who's found not that he wasn't aggressive before, but an even new, like a, a more aggressive kind of streak, a really kind of yeah, vindictive he's, 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 and even more wound up now that he's lost his title. Yeah, man. But it's, it's good to see because. Everything he did with Akid a couple of weeks ago, and obviously this is leading to their their match a little later down the line. Just having him go on these absolute tear ups and look like a, a killer is awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, but Archer actually has a pretty good showing um, in this match. He, yeah. he he sort of dominates early doors. Obviously, he's got a bit of size and power over over Devlin. Mm-hmm. Devlin yeah, he's, obviously being he's good. You know, that sort of cruiserweight bracket, isn't he? But uh, Archer, Archer ain't no cruiserweight. I mean, well, he, 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 might. he was in a past life. <laughs> well, so um, Nigel Beginners actually mentions, doesn't he, that um, so since we last saw him on the Cruiserweight Classic, he's packed on a lot of size. Mm. He's also changed his name and got a lot of tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> and grown his hair. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, he looks like a different guy to the the to when he turned up in the Cruiserweight Classic. Um, but, yeah, he's awesome, man. He's also part of the WXW roster. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he's their current... Cha- no, he's not their current champion. Uh, I'm thinking of Amel. She's their current women's champion, I think, in WXW. Cool. Um, it's good yeah. to see them working together with um, with NXT UK as well, which is absolutely yeah, su- super cool. I mean, doesn't doesn't Walter partly own WXW or something like that? I'm sure him and Dragonoff are like yeah, fairly close like in it. But yeah, Tristan Archer's really good, man. He's um, I think we said it last week, but it feels like he's and there's there's a few guys that they've got in that position where they're almost kind of like this this gatekeeper role, this like kind of. I hate using the term, but jobber to the star sort of thing. But like, he's there to have a good showing to always look strong in defeat. And I think it'll only be a matter of time before they, they start to position him maybe in some like heritage cup matches and something like that. Because as you say, like he strung from the off of this match very much like last week. Look really impressive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, yeah. So Devlin has to sort of like just sort of grit his way sort of through the match. Mm. And um, the sort of the turning point sort of as, as towards the end comes and um, Archie goes for a go to sleep 
Yeah. Which is, uh, which is quite nice. He, he didn't try that last week. And uh, as he comes down, definitely just sort of catches the leg and just gives him a oof, the, the noise off that headbutt. Oh, mate, fucking hell. <laughs> and I don't, know, I don't know if Devlin sold it or he did genuinely knock himself a bit silly because he, he sold it like it, like it sort of rocked him a bit, didn't he? He did rock him a bit afterwards, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he puts he looked, everything behind those headbutts. <laughs> he, looked a little, he looked a little uh, a little, little dazed, a little jaded. Bit, bit woozy. <laughs> yeah. Then he um, then he hit Devlin's side, which is I've never really seen properly before because I think the only time I've ever seen him really wrestle was Mastiff and he went doing it on him. No, definitely not. So... <laughs> so <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's cool. It's like he sort of just, it's like a, he grabs him by the arm and sort of throws him up. It's like a pop up. Um, it's like back, a pop up like side sort of suplex yeah. almost. And then sort of, like an angle slam. He gets him into like, he finishes yeah. like an angle slam position and just sort of drops him. Um, yeah, oh, it's a really cool finisher. Really, yeah. really good. Like Archer sold it really well. Like, because he always does it from like a kind of position where he almost yanks them up from the floor and uses that momentum of them springing up to fling them around. Um, but yeah, Archer sold it really well. Like, he got some real elevation on it. It's quality. Yeah, good, good match. I mean, Archer continues to look good he, he looks good and he makes people look good so yeah. you know he's, he's the yeah, guy yeah. you want you want to have on your roster he, he really did, did well definitely um, just looks like a fucking trained killer as I say like really yeah, calculated definitely just looks like a psychopath like yeah. he wants and then he, th- this is um, sort of highlighted again in his post-match promo where he just talks about uh, wanting to like end Akid's career he said that um, obviously Akid asked for the Ironman match and to get into the ring with him for 30 minutes is putting his career on the line because he's going to destroy his ACL that's it. He says he was speaking to Johnny Saint or something, and he said, um, like, you know, if we're going to be in this match, Jake is putting his career on the line. And Johnny Saint's like, no, no, absolutely not. Like, we've got a lot of stock invested in this guy. Like, he's a big prospect. Like, we're not having him put his career on the line. It was like, no, no, you don't understand. By putting him in an Iron Man match, he is putting his career on the line against me. Yeah. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> so then Aikid's music hits, and he sort of hobbles out with his crutches. <laughs> Devlin calls him Tiny Tim. <laughs> the other, that cracked me up. And then as he got up the steps, he was like, someone help the someone help the poor guy up. Help yeah. him up there. And what did he say? I've written it down. He says, he's got absolutely no ACL to speak of. None whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's, he's really like sort of favoring the left leg. Like his right leg. He's not let it touch the, put any weight on it. And like, yeah, obviously that yeah. was the leg that Devlin sort of snapped. Um, so then, as the sort of talk, as you know, Devlin's basically just goading, he was saying like, "Oh, you've got nothing to say, you know, because he, he doesn't have he, well, one because he, he doesn't have a hand for a microphone because he's got both hands on his crutches, <laughs> so he, he can't talk." So Devlin's just sort of winding him up, and then he just sort of like kicks one of the crutches, and like just goes absolutely flying. Yeah, yeah. Like literally just spins out of, off off camera, and then he, he rips the other one off him. So he's sort of standing on on like his good leg, and he's sort mm-hmm. of like he's sort of like sort of hopping in place. And all of a sudden. Aki just puts the other leg down. Slowly puts the other leg down. <laughs> Jordan's face just drops like, and he's he's oh, in the middle of talking. So I thought he fucked up here because I didn't realize because Devlin's like in the middle in the mid sentence and he just sort of trails off. Yeah, as yeah, it happens, yeah. and he's yeah. like, "Oh, did he? Has he forgotten his? Oh shit, no, Aki's oh, fuck no. okay, and he's gonna <laughs> fuck him up." <laughs> and yeah, they Aki and him, Aki does a bit of a bit of a fight on him. Um, yeah. This is going to be so, so good, man. So Akid sort of roughs him up a bit, and then Devlin gets out the ring, and then Akid just swings the crutch, like full pelt, and Devlin <laughs> just ducks it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Devlin looks genuinely shook, and he sat on the floor. <laughs> and so Akid grabs a mic, and he basically says, uh, you couldn't you couldn't, you couldn't, couldn't end his career. And um, you fa- he failed to end his career, basically, and next next week, when they have the time and match. Hmm. He can fail for thirty minutes. <laughs> I thought it was quite nice. Superb. Uh, yeah. So the match is the match has been 
uh, so obviously AK is fine. He's cleared. He's fully recovered. Mm-hmm. And the match will be next week. I'm putting it out there early. This is probably going to be a contender for match of the year. Oh, it's at least, ab- it's, at it's least gonna, in WWE. It's, it's going to absolutely rock. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's going to be so good. First I'm, ever Iron Man match on there on NXT UK. Oh, and they, they use these things so sparingly. Yeah. They announced the rules later on as well. So basically, it's um, obviously pinfalls, submissions. Whoever has the most after 30 minutes, the winner. If it's tied after 30 minutes, they will have a success. Next, yeah. next four wins, basically. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All so that's good. Tired. Yeah. Who do you, who do yeah, you see so, winning that? I mean, sort of booking dictates that Akers should win because he's the returning babyface. Yeah. But they're so high on Devlin. They are. They are. Like they could both do with it in that they both just come off. They both just come off the back of losing a championship that they've absolutely gotten over. Yeah, like everything that that Jordan Devlin did with the uh, the cruiserweight championship was superb. So the match he had was banging, and obviously Aker being the first ever Heritage Cup champion. So they they both got that kind of thing to go in there and prove. And I think Aker even mentioned that in one of his promos a couple of weeks back when this first sort of kicked off and was just like. I've learned from losing a championship, whereas Devlin hasn't, and I'll use this opportunity to kind of teach him. That was before Devlin then broke his leg in half. <laughs> well, they, they mentioned that, didn't they, in the in the, the match they had a couple of weeks ago? They said mm. that um, obviously both these men have been defined by losing the titles, but in very different, it affected them in very different ways. Yeah. yeah so whereas yeah, yeah. Aker had become like much more focused and driven, and like sort of um, he, he he wanted to get himself back on top. Devlin become a lot more bitter and a lot more mm. sadistic, and it sort of pushed them in different directions. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Very, they're all, they're cool. almost like they're almost like mirror images of each other in, in the way that in the personalities, which is it's going to make for a super super fun dynamic. Yeah, it's, really it's really be... will. Genuinely genuinely excited for that. Like yeah, yeah, can't wait for that. Um, then we get a little bit of almost did I say a tease? You just get Mako Satomura. She basically just walks into the women's dressing room mm-hmm. and um, says, "Yo, I'm the champion. Who wants them?" just comes in and just throws a fucking cat amongst the pigeons and it all starts squabbling <laughs> and they all start having a go at each other and I think that's it's she sort of smirks a bit it's almost like a bit of divide and conquer I that's think it. from yeah, Mako yeah. here just sort of like set everyone against each other bit of get a bit of get a bit of friendly competition going or yeah. unfriendly competition maybe in this case yeah man. So everyone's just up in each other's faces and that's then she it. just sort of smirks she walks out and she's like yeah I've done what I wanted to do it I, I think what would be really cool like if they do I don't know they, they, they probably won't although saying that there's kind of talk of there being a, a queen of the ring competition. Obviously that will be Raw and SmackDown. But if at the same time they did something here, because the, the women's division in NXT UK seems to be growing and growing and growing. And there's some really, really talented girls in there. Yeah. And, and credit to NXT UK, like they frequently put two women's matches on a four-match card. Exactly. Yeah. And we, which we is, got that this week as which well. Which is more than you get on a, than any other show, pretty much yeah. in terms of women's action. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think if they're going to do something like Queen of the Ring for Raw and SmackDown, maybe they do something similar here, not necessarily Queen of the Ring, but have a showcase of kind of all of the women there on display and having Mako come in and just be like, who wants to step up? Maybe like have her in a, a gauntlet match and come in and just be the first, but and just basically go through the entire women's roster to kind of assert dominance or they have like a bracketed tournament for a number one contendership or I don't yeah. know, but just seeing that scene in the locker room and being like, God, that's not even 
half of the women's division there, and there's already a lot. Yeah, there's there's two of them in particular who aren't there because they're getting ready for their match, which is happening right now, and that is Eva Valkyrie and Ginny. So this is the match. I didn't think they'd do it this quickly, um, but I'm quite glad we got it because it was a panga. Um, so this was the match that was sort of built to last week where Eva Valkyrie gave Ginny a feather and yeah. she sort of acted all disgusted, and now they're having the match. So... God damn, we, God damn you, Valkyrie's a really good wrestler. And she, she's awesome. She's really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, so like, good. like, seriously, like, like maybe top 10 women in the world wrestler. I reckon. I, I think you could make that conversation. Yeah. I think you could put her in that list. I can't think of many people on any roster who can do some of the stuff she can do. Ooh. That's true. That's true. She, yeah, she is very, very good. Um, and to be fair, Gin- Ginny is as well. Like I know Jay is very high on Ginny and and really wants to see her get pushed to the moon. I, th- I think the sort of the style and the way she, the way she the, the way her character is and the way she has to act in the ring sort of hides her ability of it. Yeah. And you don't really see it because a lot of the time she just does like shit house heel moves and she has like yeah. jokes Joseph Connors interfere for her. It's a lot when of her she, but, character work that gets her over there. Yeah, but when she actually when you actually break it down and look at her like fundamentals and her actual wrestling, it's it's really really good. Like yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Nah, both awesome. But yeah, this this was a good match, as you say. Yeah, and um, the story of the match is sort of... So Valkyrie's kind of on top, early doors, and then it's just a sort of slow... The, the sort of... They turn the... Um, they turn the shit out as we tap on early and just let, the, let, it, <laughs> let, it, just let it fill up, basically, because it starts <laughs> off... Like, Joseph Connors is just sort of, like, shouting at Aoife from the outside... Um, and he's sort of getting in her head a little bit and he's distracting her. She keeps going. Every time she's got like a little bit of an opening, he sort of gets yeah, interjects himself. Say, anytime she builds momentum sort of thing, it looks like Ginny's in trouble. He's there shouting at her like, oh, you wanted this and you asked for this or he's up on the apron, like he's doing something like constantly in her head. There was one point where like um, Aoife was in the corner, and, like Ginny had got on top, and Aoife Valkyrie was like slumped in the like sit down the thermal hall, and Joseph yeah. kind of just right up to her face, just and she right says, face, like... "You asked for this, now deal with the consequences." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it was, it was he was great in this. Like, he really added an, an extra dimension, and like you say, yeah. every time every time Aoife looked like she was gonna hit a big move or like you know take advantage, mm. Connors would just he, he wouldn't like physically interject. He'd just get up or even not even get on the apron, just approach the ring and shout, yeah. and then Aoife would just go make his like, presence sort of, kind of known. Yeah, she'd yeah. like spend a second or two like like sort of dealing with him and then that gives Ginny just enough time to get herself back in the match yeah yeah there was one incident where he did get kind of involved in the match like not physically as in like he kind of like hit her in it but she bounced off the ropes at one point and he kind of pulled it down as she went to bounce off it and she lost her footing yeah so he got involved there um there was a really cl- so obviously you were saying about kind of Ginny and, and typical kind of like shithouse like heel tactics in the ring um there was a bit where Valkyrie went to do like a sort of uh, a bridge over like pinning combination. And I've not seen that many people do it, but Ginny, instead of like trying to kick out, just literally grabbed her hair and just pulled yeah. it down. Like she bridged over. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was really nice. Um, Ginny doing a lot of work on the arms of Aoife as well. Like bigger, mm. big, after that, straight after that, she goes into like a big sort of surfboard. Yeah. And like really rags on her arms, uh, gets traversed. Ginny gets out of it. Um, yeah. you can, and you can see another, another sort of um, sort of thread of this match is sort of they're winding Eva up and she's sort of getting a bit more aggressive. Mm. Like so, when oh, she gets into that, cool sort of thing. yeah, she sort of loses her focus and like sort of loses, it goes out of her mind. So when when she reverses that surfboard, she holds on for almost the full five count. Like yeah. she's really, she's really getting to the point where she's pissed off and she's just trying to hurt. Oh yeah, that's it. Because she 
Ginny makes it to the rope, doesn't she? And the ref's like, get off her, get off her. And she, yeah. she just glares at her like, no, fuck that noise. <laughs> yeah, so it's almost like they, they get inside her head a bit and like make her make her lose that little bit of focus, a little bit of sharpness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it was good. The uh, the finish, again, typical shithouse, like, like heel work. Colin makes a distraction again, doesn't he? And I think yeah. it looks like Valkyrie's about to finish things off. Um, and he gets up and distracts her. Uh, she this goes is, over. This is the this is the first time he actually gets on the apron, I think, isn't it? Like up physically, like yeah, yeah gets stood up, and uh, she just clubs him off. Which was like, all right, get fucked, man. Um, but as she turns around, uh, Ginny then hits a weird. It was a it was like a ripcord, like liger kick. Yeah, ripcord liger kick. So it's like a she does like a sort of front flip heel kick. Um, yeah, on like, kick. A sort of like tumbleweed. A, like, like looks like some Eddie from Tekken would do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great comparison, yeah, but, but with like a with like a sort of spinning clothesline record which it looked it looked really cool and yeah. um yeah Aoife sold it like it knocked it clean out <laughs> yeah so yeah um, and then, and that's massive because that's Aoife's second ever loss the first one being against Mako so yeah that's that's know. fine and 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 she lost by shitty heel tactics so it doesn't hurt her too much yeah I think it, Ginny at the same time this. at the same time it really elevates Ginny and it puts yeah. her immediately you think in like title contention now maybe yeah. like you know I think that's the- what they're trying to build to here uh, and and for me Ginny needs a couple of wins because whilst the promo works very good and we're getting these console like little vignettes and videos and stuff like that it's one of those things where she keeps coming up short. So now hopefully starting to build a bit of momentum. Having her certainly beat uh, Aoife Valkyrie is, is a huge thing because they've yeah. protected her massively for and months she, and months. she spent a lot of time recently just being the valet for Connors. Yeah, like It's exactly. been a lot of Connors wrestling and her not. So to mm. have her back in action, especially following um, her appearance on Supernova Sessions last week, mm-hmm. I think this is a, this is obviously a sign of a renewed focus on, on Ginny as a, as a, as a yeah. singles competitor, which is great because uh, she's brilliant. And 100%. Let's, let's have her wrestle all the time, please, because it's... <laughs> uh, speaking of things that are great and brilliant and we can't wait to see, uh, um, next up, we've got another little promo. Uh, Joe Coffey getting ready for Rampage. Oh. Oh yes, I mean this. This made it feel huge, isn't it? This really yeah. did. Yeah, I'm. I'm really excited for this as well. Um, their first two matches have been fucking superb. They're just going to punch and kick lumps out of each other. So is this going to be a last man standing match? Because he, he made references to like knocking him out, didn't he, and like, keeping Feels him down. Like it. I mean, it should be. I think we said the other week. I was like, I'm not against seeing this match again. I'm excited for it, but they need to have. There needs to be some sort of stipulation on this because it's the fact that they're kind of they're they're absolute equals. Neither one of them will kind of back down. So it needs to have something there like a last man standing. I mean, the, the way he a lot of those language here was he was talking about like how in NXT UK he says he has to hit someone so hard they don't want to get they back. They don't up. want to get back up. Yeah, uh, I think there's a lot of language here like pertaining to this is going to be a last man standing match. Yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah, I can't wait because it's going to absolutely slap. They are, gonna right, beat, they are gonna beat. They are gonna beat seven shades out of each other, and I, either one cannot wait. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so that's great. Uh, then we get a quick one, uh, just a kid saying, "Yeah, looking forward to next week." Basically, mm-hmm. yeah, he's yeah. gonna, he's gonna, uh, gonna have a, a good old, good old wrestle, <laughs> a thirty-minute tussle. So yeah, can't, again, that's that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, and then we got more women's action. Yeah. That. So a lot of focus on that. Obviously, with that, I think that promo was meant to sort of spark off. It's it's it's, it's the way they described it is it's sort of like it sort of energized the women's roster and sort of oh the women may go earlier. Yeah. yeah. So it's sort of like stirred it's stirred up the nest basically. And everyone's sort of like 
everyone's buzzing now to sort of prove themselves because sort of yeah. there, there is no there is no number one contender clear is there so it's 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 an open field mm. for who, mm. who who make those next opponent is yeah so it, it feels like anyone can, can see it's like the, the feeling amongst the roster now is anyone can sort of just climb the ladder and that's it. it's an open field sort of thing yeah. like, and she's inviting people to, to step up and challenge her so so we have Elia James versus Stevie Turner um, yeah so this is this is again a pretty fun match um I didn't know that Stevie Turner was Hannah Kimura's tag partner. Tag partner, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah man. Um, Stevie took, so she hasn't wrestled for a, a few weeks. She had like her first match and it was this whole kind of like, she came across like a face. I think, yeah, I think I saw her debut, but she was definitely showing heel tendencies. In this well, her, her second match then started to show shades of grey a little bit. This, I feel, was her kind of all out heel. Like she was aggressive as hell and just... Mm lot of mannerisms and, and what she was doing but yeah I'm, i me and jay have this whole thing where i just kind of whinge about well he does as well but this whole oh she's she's 4d oh she's from the future i'm like it's a bit it's a bit hokey i don't like that like i don't mind what she looks like but just this whole thing where commentary kind of hammer it at home and- i mean if she if she has like a particular style that's fine hmm. but don't say yeah. Don't say she's from the future. Just say That's she likes pretty much what they're she, saying. She, she likes to dress, you know, in this futuristic fashion because yeah. she's a big fan of sci-fi. Maybe That's fine. But yeah, I mean, like as we said this about um, about Isle of Dawn as well. Didn't we? Like NXT is such a grounded promotion by and large. Yeah. yeah. That when you have anything that's a bit out there, goofy, it really sticks out. Yeah. Yeah. I think mean, they even make reference to it on commentary. It's like, oh, she looks like a character from Cyberpunk. I'm like. That's what her whole gimmick's based on. Yeah, I'm. F- I'm glad you finally address it because I've been saying that for weeks. <laughs> but thankfully, like her in ring stuff is really, really good. It's just the kind of the character gimmick, and that's not that's not her fault. But this was good. Um, Aaliyah James as well. She's another one of those women that's kind of she's been in that kind of Jack Stars role and that um, uh, what's her name Tristan Archer kind of role where she. She's she comes up short but looks strong in defeat. Yeah, she, and, and she's getting people. she's getting better every time I see her, like as well. She's, Absolutely, she's showing a bit more every every match, and she's getting a bit more, you know, in terms of offense. Because she got some good offense in this match. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a long match, but it wasn't a squash. It was, no. it was a good, big, quick contest. Yeah, yeah. No, it was cool. Um, as I say, like Turner looked really, really aggressive in this, a lot more than her last match. Um, Leah James had some decent little bits and offense. There was a moment where she hit like a, a springboard crossbody like off the middle rope, um, just launched herself off there, which is pretty cool. Um, but it was it was fairly one-way traffic, I guess. Um, and it's it certainly puts Stevie in kind of not in contention to challenge for the belt, but one of several. Like, it moves, I feel it moves like, into that it moves into that like upper echelon of like yeah. you know, people who are building serious momentum. Yeah. What would be nice is if they, with this whole kind of thing where it feels like it's lit that fire under the women's division, is we don't necessarily get, oh, there's a number one contender. They have some sort of gimmick match, or like a multi-women match or something like that, like a four-way or, I, I don't know, something like that. Because it feels like they've got a few people that they want to position, Ginny being one, Valkyrie being another, despite her losing, is always a shout to go in there. Um, yeah, Stevie yeah. Turner, Amel... Um, Blair Davenport, like there's at least five, six women that arguably could all be around there. Um, yeah, so that'd be yeah. cool should that happen. Uh, and Stevie Turner wins with a really cool sort of like rope assisted SDF uh, flatliner. Awesome. Yeah, yeah so man. Quite, 
she sort of grabs her um, Aaliyah for a flatten and then sort of like pushes her forward into the top rope and then it uses the spring off the rope to slam her back. Which, um, oh, it looked, it looked really cool. Yeah. yeah. They, they call it the 4D, apparently. That's what oh, they right, call okay. it. Because, because of course they are. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Cyberpunk 2020. The, the Mazda called it the, the fucking the DeLorean or the Marty <laughs> McFly. I don't know. But yeah, it, it is a cool finisher. I like the look of that. Yeah. I, I imagine that we've got um, we've got time, like futuristic gimmicks on both NXT shows now, which is. What? Kushida? I mean, he's literally Martin McFly. Anyway, he I mean, he his... is. Like, they, they seem to be kind of like pulling that away from him a little bit. Like, he, <laughs> he doesn't wear the high tops anymore, does he? No, he doesn't come no. down in like the, the, the gilet, the, the puffer jacket. The yeah. puffer jacket. <laughs> uh, and Ken, uh, Kenny Williams has also scuppered that gimmick as well, hasn't he? So, he was <laughs> <laughs> just cockroach, mate. You know, he's a. Uh... <laughs> Where is Kenny? I, I want more Kenny Williams. Where's, where's Kenny Williams? Where's Amir Jordan? Bring, bring them back. Uh, <laughs> yes. I missed them. Yeah, Never found yeah. that Amir's five guys order. Need something like that. <laughs> Tweet him. Ask him. <laughs> get, get his DMs. Um, <laughs> yeah, speaking of my favourites, next up we have um, the big boy himself, Dave Mastiff. The biggest I, boy. The biggest boy. I love this. So um, you can basically him and so him and Jack Stars are attacked. Who are they? Do we know who they're fighting? They have a no, tag. Well, the thing is, this is the first time they've any reference and like actually probably being a tag team. Like they've had these little vignettes, these little backstage bits, like for the last few weeks, or rather backstage in the in the, the performance center, where he's kind of like, you know, there's there's still a few things I want to teach you. And Jack's kind of being this really humble, like, oh, thank you for you know, lighting that fire under me and, and inspiring me to kind of challenge for the Heritage Cup and this, that, and the other. And I think it was the other week where it was just like, you know, it's we're not done with this yet sort of thing. Like there's there's still more to do. And I thought, and I said last week initially, I was like, oh, does it feel like they're going to eventually have kind of a one-on-one? Like, Yeah, you were like, like is Mastiff just going to... Master and Apprentice. Beat, beat the learning into him, basically. <laughs> Some tough love. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then this week actually is the first time they've referenced that they're possibly going to be a tag team which again that's really cool as well well i mean it literally the the, the clip on WWE network is stars and mastiff practice for their tag match oh well that's it so <laughs> so they obviously have a they have a match booked at some point we don't yeah, know yeah. um probably just with some, some local or some like guys it could be a, it could be it could be your boy driller dan maloney he could be back your boy driller <laughs> um who i saw very close in the other week uh, at the wrestling show um but no, i love this I'm, I'm i'm a huge i'm a huge fan of um Big Man Little Man tag teams. I was a massive Kane and Xbox fan back in the day. Mm-hmm. So anything where you've got like one yeah, flippy it's a cool bounce, dynamic. Anytime you've got one flippy bouncy guy and one big hoss, I think yeah. it, it's a really interesting sort of sort of dynamic. Um, the, this promo is really funny as well. So Jack mm. Stars basically says to Mastiff, "Oh yeah, I'm really fast. Watch this." And he does like a little. He's like running the ropes, and then Mastiff sort of like you can tell he's going to come in and try and fuck him up, and he just interjects himself in the middle of the ring, and Stars <laughs> like jumps over him, like dives under him, and then he comes back. Mastiff just shoulder barges the life out of him, basically. <laughs> It's like you might be quick, but I'm immovable. <laughs> yeah, and then he says that that's why we're going to be such a good tag team. That's why we're yeah. going to work well together because they've got that contrast and style, which is mm. which is super cool. So yeah, give me yeah. give me that. Can't wait really, for that match. Really good. Looking forward to that. Um, speaking of speaking of dope tag matches, <laughs> we're into our we're into our main event. Yeah, um, and it's the again. So this has been bubbling for a couple of weeks. Um, Mustache Mountain versus Symbiosis. So this all started. I mean, you could argue this probably started with Eddie Dennis and Trent Seven way back when, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they I mean, they make reference to it. I can't remember which takeover is that. Was it takeover Cardiff, maybe? And he gave him the the what's it called? I forgot what it's called. The Splash Mountain Seven Bridge absolutely launched him over the top rope oh, into yeah. the barricade and just 
broke them in half. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's obviously that they had some singles matches, and then uh, was it two weeks ago, Trent Seven and um, Eddie Dennis had another match. They did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is all sort of it's all sort of rumbled on from there. And obviously, last week we we had a uh, Tyler Bates saying that he was going to um, put his heritage cup to one side so they can take care of business, settle, settle their accounts as a tag team. Settle their account, clear the books. <laughs> yeah, so um, I mean, this is, I mean, the entrance themselves could awesome. Like, symbiosis feel like a real threat. Um, yeah, yeah. you know, ramp, um, primate, primate terrifying as a character. Yeah. And T Bone <laughs> looks like T Bone looks like the fucking final boss of a Weatherspoons or something. <laughs> the final boss of a Weatherspoons. <laughs> looks like the type of guy you'd find just like in a beer garden surrounded by like bloodied bodies. Next, <laughs> it'd be interesting um, to see when uh, while Boar is recovered from injury. I think it was, was it an ACL or MC, I'm sure it was a, a knee or, or leg injury or something. Um, but the way they wrote him out was quite clever. I don't know if you saw that episode a few so months ago. So, did they did, did the hunt split up because he got injured? He, yeah, basically, he, he got injured and in storyline they lost the match and eddie dennis blamed it on him it was his error and so he just like banished him kind of from the faction and was just like you cost us the match like you're not part of this anymore so they got rid of him which kind of wrote him out so he could go off and have knee surgery and recover and stuff which is why they then bought in t-bone and they changed their name from the hunt to symbiosis um but it would be interesting to see where they go once he's back and healthy again whether actually they kind of go right you know we'll give you a second chance and and they bolster the numbers, or if he goes off on his own, I don't know. But um, yeah. T Bone and Primate work amazingly together, like two yeah. terrifying looking men. And they certainly work the shit out of Trent Seven in this match. Oh, mate, no, no one sells desperation and punishment like Trent does, especially against these two. As it's because well, he, like... he just looks like someone's dad getting the shit he's him. <laughs> They do it right from the start as well. Like, so Symbiosis come out first and then Mustache Mountain come out after. And as they're doing their thing where they kind of roll under the ropes before they sling the towel on, <laughs> T-Bone and Primate just like, got no time for this. Just yeah. come over and literally ambush them. Not kicking the piss out of them. Um, <laughs> and Tyler Bate pulls up some nunchucks. Goes full Bruce Lee. All he can hear is the ref going, give me the nunchucks, Tyler. Give me the give nunchucks. nunchucks, Tyler. Give, hand them over. <laughs> like Eddie Dennis is on the outside, like screaming, like, get them off him. Get them off him. <laughs> get them off him. <laughs> oh, he's so Welsh. It's beautiful. <laughs> he is the, the Welshest man. He said this last week, but Jesus fucking Christ. Him and Rod Gilbert. <laughs> but yeah, so early on, I think... <laughs> There's not a lot of um, not a lot of tags. I think I count. I, I, I was sort of lazily counting. I think Mustache Mountain only tagged about four or five times the entire match. That's yeah. how long um, Trent Seven is is um, it's sort of worked over for. Because like, I mean, it's it's typical heel tactics. Like Prime and T Bone are tagging in out real easy. A yeah. couple of really nice sort of double team moves. They really mm-hmm. do use their like they, they use the ring really well. They use like the tag team format really well to sort of yeah. inflict maximum punishment on, yeah, on yeah. Trent. Yeah, uh, there, was a nice move. there was a nice move where uh, T-Bone hung Trent on the ropes and then tagged into Primate and he came off the top rope and oh, like, yeah. sort of landed on him. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really nice. Um, and then there's a little <laughs> there's a little fuck up where um, there's meant to be a spot where so obviously uh, Trent's looking for the hot tag. Right. And he's sort of crawling. He's crawling towards his corner. 
and you see Eddie Dennis sort of walk around to try to Tyler Bates, but he gets there too soon, so he sort of walks back. Oh, I saw <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then as, as, as like as the ref gets his track, then he comes in and then he pulls Tyler yeah, Bates down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what are you doing here? Nothing. I'm too early. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> and then as he actually drops down, Tyler Bates just goes, "All right, then," and just pops him. <laughs> gives him the bot bang doesn't it he sold that punch as well man it's yeah. just like sort of stood him up and then it was like a yeah <laughs> so then uh, Trent gets a desperation DDT uh, makes the crawling towards the I thought they were going to do a, a ref distraction here because it was looking like they were going to yeah. miss the tag but yeah, they just just about in time the ref, the ref gets back around and then they get he gets the big hot tag and Jesus Christ Tyler Bates comes in on fire he's like a man possessed yeah <laughs> Tyler Bate I mean he's he's, he's good value isn't he? you know he's a uh, good value <laughs> he's, 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 he's tough to see the, the, the big strong boy showing him off because he, he throws T-bone all over the place yeah he does <laughs> yeah, it's crazy there's um, I think Primate manages to tag in at one point and Bates in the corner and Primate does that whole thing where he kind of rebounds back up for the offence he kind of slaps the floor like a gorilla and goes to chase him and he goes to th- just literally yeet himself at bait, and bait just catches him like it's kind of cradles yeah. him like a baby. <laughs> so when he throws him into T Bone, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, and then he, yeah, she so throws him into T Bone, so T Bone catches him, and then he drop kicks him, and like T Bone. I don't know. That was late. He he then did it again. He caught him late. Yeah. There was a bit where he, I think on this occasion when he caught Primat, I think he then hit like a an overhead suplex. No, oh, he yeah. catches him again later, and then he throws him into T Bone. Yeah, yeah, that was sweet. At uh, one point, T Bone earlier on, T Bone hits a lovely running power slam. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shades of the British Bulldog. Always love to see a bit of that, yeah. A little yeah. bit of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then the, the match sort of picks up picks up pace to a to a pretty um pretty phonetic finish, which is quite nice. Um yeah, Trent hits I can't remember what the Trent hit for a real a real close two count. Um was it the it was like a disc or something, wasn't it? It wasn't the seven star the seven star Larry comes right at the end. I know before there was so there was the spot on the the apron, wasn't there? So Bate had, I think it was Primate. I think he had him on the ropes and he t- tied him up in the ropes. And while the ref was distracted, uh, Eddie Dennis comes around, grabs him by his arms and hits him with the, the seven bridge onto the barricade, which was kind of a bit of a throwback to him and, and, and uh, yeah. Trent. Um so yeah, he, he and that was that was nasty as well. Like his his back horrible. just went straight onto the to the like metal barricade. Like it's only like a little, it's only a thin metal fence basically. There was no yeah. no cushion on that. That was uh, that was straight straight down. Yeah, man. Um, and then yeah, they like Simosa stay on top for a bit. I think they they hit like a double team move. Uh, Seven just manages to get in and make the save on that, and then Bate <laughs> manages to take Dennis out. Uh, and T Bone on the outside. Like he does. He does just dive to the outside. Over, that's it. Yeah. yeah. That's when Trent hits the the seven star lariat, and that's oh, a real. That was it. Yeah. Well, that was a real close. And like Trent, Trent sells disbelief when when Primate kicks out of that. What? But yeah, then man. they get back onto it and they hit like a it's like a burning hammer diving knee, like diving knee, like assisted thing. Like he, he uses Bates' momentum off the knee off the top rope to to follow through with the burning hammer. But yeah, it looked pretty cool. Yeah. That's what um, gives that them was, the win. That was good for the win, yeah. Um, yeah. But we're, we're not done because post-match, oh boy. Oh boy. Post-match, it. it's pretty deadly out. Oh. Um, is this our next tag team title feud? I think, it, I think, I think fucking, it could well be. 
their dungarees as well. <laughs> Every week there's a new a new attire that they've got on. This yeah. one didn't disappoint. <laughs> it, oh, was, mate. it was some sick, sick drip. As, as sick drip. Yeah, Pretty Deadly versus Mustache Mountain. Inject that into my veins pronto. Yep, I can't yeah. wait for that. Um, so yeah, that was that was NXT UK this week again. Um, it felt like not compared to some of the there was no big like marquee banger match like we've mm. had on some of the previous shows. But again, even even when it's not you know pulling out all the stops, it's still a still pretty, consistently it's, a, very it's still good a show. fantastic hour of wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. Every single week, even like the I, mean, I wouldn't say this. I call it a low episode, but like just like the sort of. The transitional episodes like you, you, you need yeah. this happens with with aw as well like you, you can't have every show even though they're fucking trying you can't have every show just be like <laughs> knockout bang and knockout bang you have to have the, like the they've got to have a bit of, of a calm before they yeah you need to build you know the little walls you build the story and like this felt like That's one it. of those episodes but it would still be good fun yeah 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 i mean it's a lot of it's building yeah. to, to Akid and, and devlin next week so we've got that to look forward to. Like, clearly we're getting Mustache Mountain and Pretty Deadly at some point in the next few weeks. There's everything with the women's title picture where we're going to get definitely a big marquee women's match against Mako and it's going to be someone. So, yeah, whilst this didn't have, as you say, those kind of like real marquee bits, there's a lot of world building, if you like. There was a lot of kind of like pieces put in place for something big in a couple of weeks' time. And it was still really, really entertaining yeah. to watch. Uh, right, so speaking of... Give me your highs and lows, Troy. Um, my highs definitely going to be the the tag match uh, at the end, Symbiosis and, and Mustache Mountain. Really, really good. It's I'm biased because I absolutely love Trent Seven. <laughs> <laughs> but Birmingham's, um, fa- Birmingham's favorite son. Birmingham's favorite son. Give him the keys to the city. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no, Wolverhampton. But yeah, the <laughs> the the West Midlands as a whole. Give him the keys to the county. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was a really really fun match. Um, my low, um, I don't think I have one. There wasn't anything bad on here. There but, really wasn't. Yeah, I mean, we, we've said this a number of times. Like with a, with a one hour show, there's not enough time for the for the badness to creep in, is there? So. Yeah, yeah. That that really every, everything had its place. Like it was great to see two women's matches on there and have that put in the spotlight a little bit more and start to see more people kind of evolve out of that to start challenge Mako. Um, it was good to see Devlin on TV wrestling as always. Tristan Archer looked really impressive. Um, yeah. Even, even the little bits of backstage kind of like video packages, vignettes, promo stuff were all really good. They weren't too long. They didn't stay their work and we weren't getting kind of repeated ones throughout the night where they start to wear thin, like, yeah, nothing. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll agree with you. I don't think there was a low on the show. Um, the only thing I'm going to, and uh, it's, it's not even something they, they they really have any control of, the only thing I'm going to say lets the show down now a bit is the fact that it still doesn't have crowd. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's the only thing for me. That's the only thing for me that I'd like to see because like, yeah. I've gotten I've gotten back used to live wrestling now <laughs> in front of the crowds, mm-hmm. and I, I remember that I really, really like it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd very much like to see a passionate, a passionate UK crowd. Yeah, even if it's just in sort of small capacity like they're doing at the CWC, doesn't it have to be like them traveling to different locations like they did before the pandemic. Even if they just keep it at the BT Sports Center and they've yeah, got you like get, you get two hundred people, people in that, you, you get hundred two hundred people in that studio, yeah. just have a bit of a crowd noise. So you're not piping it in like piped in. I'm, I'm, I'm done with piped in noise, and piped yeah. in crowd. No, I, I don't want it anymore. Yeah, 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 that's the only thing I can ding it for, and it's not even their fault. It's just, it's just no. it's a, you know you don't know what's going on with that. So circumstances, um, yeah. 
Yeah, and for my high, I'm going to actually have um, Aoife Valkyrie versus Ginny. Nice. I really enjoyed that match. I yeah. thought both women really, really impressed me. Um, Aoife Valkyrie blew me away with, with some of the stuff she was doing. Mm. Uh, I, I had a great time watching it. I thought it was great. Yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Joseph uh, Connors is a shit out, so I want to see get the piss beat out of him. So that, that's working. <laughs> um, yeah, love it. Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it. That's uh, another another quality hour of, well, we, we call it, don't we, the, the best hour of wrestling on television um, yeah. weekly. If you're yeah. not watching it, why not, mate? Yeah, if you can't find an hour in your week to watch this, then you, you haven't got enough time to watch wrestling, quite frankly. Because <laughs> um, this, this should be the this should be the, the, the first or second show you watch every week in terms yeah. of quality. Absolutely. Yeah. Almost certainly. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Um, I'll probably, I think I'm, I'm, I'm kind of turning into a regular on these things. So I might, I might very well be back next week. It's like me and AEW. Like I'm making that transition to that. I've watched it like three weeks on the bounce. Exactly. We're, <laughs> we're blurring the lines. It's the forbidden, the real forbidden door right here. The actual forbidden door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thank you very much for joining us. Um, we'll be back next week for more NXT UK action. We'll hope to see you there. Bye. Bye. And now a word from our sponsors. Do you like beer? Of course you do. Do you like wrestling? You wouldn't be here if you didn't. Check out topropebrewing.com, our very own Big Tasties brewery. They do a great deal of wrestling-themed beers, including Cold Stone Cream Austin Ice Cream Pale Ale and Papa Mango Mango Pale Ale also. They also do an array of T-shirts, masks, cans, and mini kegs. Check out topropebrewing.com, or if you live in the Liverpool area, go to the Brew Tap in Bootle. And thatchface.com. Where if you've got a minging beard, you can get beard balms, oils, and grooming kits. They also do apparel. If you put whatever you want in your basket, and then go, Aaron, where do you get your discount? You go into the promo code at the bottom, type in UWP20 for 20% off. And proceeds of your purchase do go to test out your cancer charities. must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.